1: Coming up on this episode of Headphones Neil Reviews, I binge watched The Mandalorian seasons 1 and 2 to see how the various elements of the show hold up after all this time. So let's get it started. up so guys and welcome back to headphones Deal reviews so for this particular review i wanted to re-watch the first two seasons of the mandalorian because i did end up watching the season two um, star wars gallery on the mandalorian to find out some of the back end stuff and the production quality and some of the various details that went into creating the season and once they got to the portion of how they cre- um, recreated a young luke skywalker that made me want to go and re-watch the seasons to see how, they, how it holds up as far as how they got to Luke Skywalker showing up, and then how the graphics of Luke actually hold up now that we're away from the hype and the excitement of the season and the episode. So I will start off with when I first saw the season finale for season two, I kind of didn't like the Matt... Look of um, Luke's face. His eyes look kind of dead and his face was kind of weird. His mouth was, was kind of weird. But since I now know, or since I um, have now seen the um, back end stuff on it, how they um, created him, I thought I would give it another wash to see how it all um, holds up and um, see if it changes my mind at all in general about his look so to get the easy stuff out of the way i overall liked the story that they presented over the two seasons so we have met uh, mando um he's established in the first episode he takes on the um Commission to um, rescue Grogu and to give him over to the client and ultimately wants to kidnap him just because of the various flashbacks on his own life and the trouble that he went through and then I liked how they transitioned that over into um, turning Grogu into a foundling but still um, under the guise and auspices that he's been tasked to find other jedi like grogu and um, reconnect him with his kind so i liked all of that and then the um introduction of ahsoka tano was good and how without actually saying that she's no longer a jedi she did present the various elements of jedi hood as far as why she didn't want to train grogu but I like that she did end up giving Mando um, instructions on going to Tython to putting out the call um, to see if there are any other Jedi in the galaxy. And this nicely sets up the time frame for the Mandalorian in that this does take place after Return of the Jedi. So Luke is still young. He's growing in his powers of the force. I like that whole scene with his cloak on. Um... And I like that Luke decided to take him on, um, as probably only a bit of nostalgia as far as Yoda training him, and now he can train another of Yoda's species. But um, I just like that it was a part. It can be also under the guise of um, growing his potential. School we don't know, and they didn't really bring up as far as Leia and if she's um, pregnant yet with Ben Solo or um, all of that time frame. So. Um, I like that, you know, they can introduce questions like that, but not leave a lot of it out. Um, the only thing that was kind of missing was, um, having more information on the name drop as far as Grand Admiral Thrawn goes. Um, I'm kind of curious to see if that is something that they're going to bring up in season three to tie in the events of what, um, Moff Gideon is up to and if he's maybe up... he's working with Grand Admiral Thrawn and how all of that Imperial hierarchy is working together in the Outer Rim. Um, but I do like that um, they have the scene with Akbar, um saying that he knows that something is going on in the Outer Rim. But he's not quite sure, but something definitely is cooking. So that kind of leads me to believe that um, potentially, Grand Animal Thrawn and Moff Gideon are up to something. Potentially, they're still working for the Emperor and they're working on his cloning technology to, um, to uh, relate all of that to um, the Rise of Skywalker. So, um, it looks like a lot of setup potentially to the larger Star Wars universe via the Mandalorian and having him set be that um, focal point as far as. Um, learning about all those various elements um, by his way of going through the various um, Mandalorian coverts and even potentially setting up or resetting the Mandalorian homeworld so as a final bit of positives um, I'm kind of curious to see how they handle Mandalorian having the Darksaber the Mandalorian having the Darksaber how it um, he ties that in with um, Bo-Katan and the rest of the old cool mandalorian uh, royalty so as far as the only thing that i really didn't like about the show is that even with the gallery explanation of how they created luke skywalker this time around his face still felt pretty flat um when he's not talking or looking or interacting with his environment he kind of still reminds me of return of the jedi luke when he's entering jabba's palace but the movements of his mouth and eyes and general facial movements was kind of like the um that orange jokester thing that was on the internet a while back like in the early 2000s where you kind of have the you know a fixed object but then the lips and eyes are moving that's kind of what this felt like so It was better, I thought, than what they did with Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One. But it was not quite as good as what they did with.
0: When you make decisions for your company,
1: you look for the no-brainers.
0: And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy
1: Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One as well. So it was kind of in the middle um, as far as de-aging goes. I was, it was nice to see that they did use um, Mark Hamill's frame and then a body double for the action shots but still the everything up until seeing his face was good except for when he started talking so I'm hoping that if we do see more of him in Season 3 or if he does end up with a Mandalorian again or For whatever reason, Luke is unable to train Grogu and he has to return Grogu to Mando that maybe they have some more improvements or um, it's a quicker scene or or they have more fluid movements with the rest of the face because it doesn't didn't look like the rest of the face was moving or anything like that. So I kind of still didn't like it, but it, it just felt like it could have been done i mean whatever they did for tarkin i feel like they should apply that template rather than whatever they did with princess leia so that's kind of where i'm landing on that Um, so if we do have more luke skywalker in the mandalorian i'm kind of hoping that they make further improvements with the technology or the matting that they do over mark hamill's face and that sort of stuff but it just didn't for me it still didn't land after watching it this time around um and that's really only when he starts talking it's just if he's standing still it works out okay but beyond that it is not something that really sat well with me as far as interactions with his environment or people around him. So that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback of your own, what you liked and didn't like, then you can find me on Twitter at Battalion01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time.